don't know if it's the coffee or my room's just hot. Like it's. Sir, are you gonna have a? Are you gonna? Are you gonna pass out? Are you having a heart no. attack? <laughs> <laughs> There you go. This is why I said, "Are you sure you're gonna have a coffee? You're 30 years old. It's 9:30. I'm 31. Excuse me, sir. Open your window. It's probably cold enough to cool yourself off. I've opened the window. There's nothing coming in. <laughs> Pasquale, can you explain to me the coffee that you made for yourself? Like, I feel like I'm missing a part of the story here. What do you, What do you mean? Like, expl- You went to go make a coffee. Yeah. What are you fanning? Are you fanning yourself with Breath of the Wild? <laughs> it's giving me the breath. That's, that's all it's worth, anyway. That's, a Skyward Sword. Fucking... that's not Breath of the Wild. Oh, this is, oh, is Skyward Sword. I still have oh, yeah, I can tell. Yeah. That's pretty good. You saw it for like two and a half seconds. Good job. <laughs> that's not good. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> it's a very sad state of affairs. I gotta still play this. Not buying things, not playing it. No. Okay. Honestly, that's a hard one to play. Make me. No, Pasquale, explain the coffee that you made to me. What do you mean? I put coffee in it, I put milk and sugar, and then it was done. Is it, is it a Canadian coffee, Italian huh? coffee, espresso? Well, it's, like, what it's is it? Canadian. It's Canadian. It's got almond milk in it. There you go. Right. It's got, yeah, well, I it's hate got almond what? milk coffee. It's got it's, what in it? Right. You saying it's got almond milk? Holman milk. Holman Almond. Almond. Guys, we're in for one it's hell of a cold open right now. We're going. We're it's going got, strong. It's got Almond. Some Almond. No, but did milk. you did you make the coffee with like a Keurig or no, similar uh, type? Just a just a coffee pot. Like you, a ever, you, made, you made a pot of coffee. You have a pot no. like a whole pot of coffee. Two liters okay, no. of coffee. No, I didn't fill the fucking thing all the way to the Explain top. To, this is <laughs> why I'm asking. I put. Four cups, which honestly, most of that fits in this. Oh, you know Four what I forgot? Cups of coffee. It's Four not cups of water. Cups, it's water. Oh, and you then, it, the f- then, it, then you put the your four teaspoons or whatever of grinds, and then here's my question. Hold on, I got an important question. I have an important question. He's got an important question. What, Everyone, shut what the grinds fuck up. do you use? Yeah. Right now, we had Maxwell. Ah, oh, I fucking hate Maxwells. Is there a reason why a great, you're trying a great, to disappoint us? A great jingle though yeah great jingle house, the best part in <laughs> that is the best <laughs> that is the best jingle on the planet i fucking i hate folders but i fucking love that jingle <laughs> you know what that's where all their money went yes sir yeah folders also used to taste better but they they fucking did something i don't know what they did but it's, it's you, just, you, now. you just got older dude no man, I. Let's do do man. You got too accustomed to Starbucks coffee. House just text me, please stop. Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Get Gaming Podcast, your number one spot for video game news, reviews, and sometimes interviews. I am your host, Patrick Dennehy. In our spooky Halloween episode, even though it's, you know, November, but that's fine, uh, your spooky host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Stefano Fontana. Spooky. Chris. (laughs) Chris is here. Here's Chris. 
Okay, and and Pasquale. <laughs> this is the podcast of horror. All right, good good stuff. Every, everybody, you know, welcome back to the show. I'm happy that we're able to bring a consistent level of energy, no matter how long we've been doing this. No matter what happens in the world of gaming, we're always here to pump it up and make sure that everyone, including myself, has a great time. Pump, pump, pump it up. Okay, good, good stuff, Pasquale. I really love it. Okay, <laughs> gentlemen, like how have you been? <laughs> no, no, no one is. No one's actually here live in studio right now. We've we finally the the big project that we've been working on over the past seventy plus episodes is just enough recordings that we could have soundboards here. Honestly, it'd be pretty easy. We I, love each person. I'm basically running the whole show. I just got three soundboards in front of me. Well, okay, here, check this out. I'm going to show. Okay, I'm going to go to my Pasquale soundboard. I'm going to press my Pasquale button. You're, get ready to hear a classic Let's Get Gaming Pasquale banger, all right? I'm going to press the button. Boop. See, to add authenticity, I added like a four-second delay just to just so people, you know, it's like he's really here. All right, let's, let's, see, what, let's see what I got on the, on the Stefano soundboard. Uh, boop. And listen, I'm sick and tired of the Chinese government coming in whoa, here whoa, with their whoa, rules. Cancel, 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 cancel. Oh, my God. Okay. I, didn't, I, I, got the, I got the buttons mixed up. All right. Chris, let's see what we got on his soundboard. Okay. Boop. I hate all of you okay. so much. That was supposed to be mine. Anyway, you know what? It's fine. We're just going to keep going. We're going to keep things trucking. Gentlemen, how have you been this past week? Have any of you been up to anything interesting? No, no. no. All right. <laughs> wow, fuck. Um, <laughs> you know, we had we had Halloween here. Uh, I had like mm. 12, 12 or thirteen kids come to my door. Nice. None of them, thankfully, nice. in uh, Fortnite costumes. So I was able to give them candy. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, nice. it was Halloween. We didn't have like a traditional uh, Halloween special this year because the dates didn't really line up for us. But uh, mm-hmm. what'd you guys do for Halloween? Did you did you celebrate? Or do you uh, observe privately? It uh, it was Leo's first trick or treating event. That oh, that's right. I, I forget that you have a son. <laughs> Did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we went He's as the healer child. family. Yeah, I was bandit healer. Nice. Lace Wait, was so, chilly. So, Go ahead. Sorry. So this is this was Leo's first trick or treating event. I guess because of the pandemic and everything. So this is like the first real one. I, I just had no, we had no interest in taking anyone younger than a two year old trick or treating. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. totally fair. Did you guys do proper trick or treating, or did you do like the the tricker boot, tricker trunk, or whatever it is that people are doing now? What? I don't hate myself, so I went door to door like a real person. Wait, explain okay. what trick or trunk is. I never heard of this yet. So you know how like if you were a child that was loved, you would go door to door. You go door to door on Halloween, you knock on the door, you be trick-or-treating, they give you candy or whatever it sure. is that they give you, right? Well, in this new world that we're living in, where we're slowly hurtling towards the abyss, um, <laughs> instead of going door to door, you have the option of like just going to your car, popping open the trunk, and then you just have the candy in there, and then people go it there. Sounds like a drug deal. Some people, or, or some communities, like they go to like a park with like a large uh, parking lot or whatever, and they just all bring their cars there. They open up the trunk and then you just walk around and you take some candy. Do do huh. you know why they do this? I'm gonna so probably assume it's because of the liberal media taking over. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know why. Actually, I wasn't sure. I, I've never actually heard. I've seen people like meme this, like make fun of it, but I've never yeah. actually heard 
or no it, that's done. It, it, it came out of the pandemic for the most part like people wanting to do halloween but like not wanting to go house to house during like a global pandemic right so this this kind of evolved as like a little medium medium ground to keep yeah, just, everyone just happy. spread the germs among the 15 people that you know make sure you get everyone super yeah. sick Dude, social. So, remember when the social bubbles were a thing, and you had to choose like, who do I want to take down with me? See that, that, <laughs> that the social bubbles are always the most ridiculous thing ever because you never, everyone had different bubbles, so like, yeah. it wasn't really a social so, bubble. Like every person was in your when, bubble had their own bubble. <laughs> when I was younger, um, because I lived out in like rural Canada. Oh, true. Um, That's true. We didn't really get to go like door to door. What we would do is we would just get in my mom's car my mom would drive us down the road to like the closest neighbors that we knew gave out candy mm -hmm. so instead of yeah. like uh traditionally when you go in a city trick-or-treating uh you go door to door and you get like maybe one piece maybe two pieces of candy uh the thing that's really cool about going trick-or-treating when you go out rurally is that you get bags of candy when you go yeah. to every house yeah like like you don't get one piece you get like an entire like newspaper bag <laughs> yeah. full of candy because they're just because... like they're like they're like we're getting five kids tonight I was gonna say, yeah, number five. Gonna get five people <laughs> so yeah. you would get you would get them uh making like homemade stuff and like you knew everybody so it wasn't like you were just going to some stranger's place but like uh you would get like candy apples like made like that night like fresh uh caramel popcorn and stuff like that like it was it was always That's like awesome. a nice treat and you know you get like someone giving out like full cans of uh pop or soda wherever you want to call yourself you know but um yeah mm -hmm. it was that was like my childhood it's just bringing a pillowcase and just going down the like a two or three kilometer stretch of road getting candy going to like yeah. 10 houses but like i get the equivalent of like someone going to a hundred that's fair, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, when I was a kid, we we were in an apartment building. Same. So, so we basically had, like, everybody in the apartment or people who gave a shit, like, they just kept their door open. So if, this was before 9-11. So it was, <laughs> it was a way different world, right? Like, they would just, like, keep their door open, and you could just walk in and be like, trick or treat. And, they'll, like, they'll be sitting on their couch because it was a small apartment, right? <laughs> like, you could see their couch from the, from the opening, right? So they just open the doorway. They'll put, like, a pumpkin or something outside. You just walk into a stranger's apartment as a child. Take food and leave? With Yeah, just, like, trick or treat, and then the, you'll leave. And then, like, it was good, too, because we were, like, at the top floor, so we would work our way down. Like, we just take the, es the elevator down because I wasn't going to walk. I was a child, but I was still a lazy bastard. You know, <laughs> so we'd take the elevator down, and then when you got down to the lobby, they just had candy out there as well. Nice. So it's like working your way down the levels of hell, and then you get to the bottom, and you're like, "Oh, Snickers!" <laughs> yeah. That was great, man. You know, Snickers. The nineties uh, were really a wild time, anymore. weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, I don't think people understand just how different the world was before 9-11 Not not to get like too crazy off topic for this video game podcast, but like, I because I was watching like because I have I have a younger sister who was alive back then, but not really, you know, and alive in the sense that she was a child, but she like, existed. you know, yeah, no memories, nothing. Right. And whenever we would watch like stranger things or something said in the past and, and, and it's like, you know, these people like just walked into a pizza store and basically just like convinced the employee to leave. It's like, did that really happen? It's like, yeah, that's, that's not, <laughs> even, no one cared that's then. not an exaggeration. <laughs> you literally just walk to the border and be like, here's my ID. And they'd be like, all right, have fun. <laughs> if you didn't want to get in trouble before 9-11, you just had to not be in the same place when the cops showed up. That's it. That's it. Did I ever tell you guys about like my weirdest trick-or-treat 
experience? No. So this would have, I would have been in grade 11. So I was in high school. Um, my friend and I decided to go out. I believe we were as um, Wario and Luigi. Of course, and, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, classic combination. Mm. Um, so we, we went out as Wario and Luigi, and we had our friend, um, he was dressed as a cowboy or something like that, but like it was like a child's costume, so it was, it was funny. <laughs> So, you know, we're <laughs> so we're pushing like 16, 17 here, right? Um, yeah. This is like my first time trick-or-treating uh, in town, I believe, or like the second time. And we knew we're like, we're getting too old to be trick-or-treating, but like, you know, there's worse things we could have been doing. So like, give us candy, right? Yeah. Um, we decided to go trick-or-treat at the local convenience store, which was uh, Max Milk for us. Oh, um, dude, nice my, milk. My, wow. Yeah. And uh, my friend uh, used to actually work at the store. So, like, he knew like the people that owned it previously, but then it got transferred hands, whatever, you know? And uh, we went in there and we opened the door and you hear the little chime goes off, you know? And we open the door, trick or treat. And then from the back, the clerk comes out and a guy wearing a ski mask behind him. (laughs) (laughs) And we are in mid trick or treat. And we like dead ass stop doors. (laughs) doors open. (laughs) We freeze and we're like getting ready for the fight or flight mode here. (laughs) The guy, the guys both emerge from like the back room. He looks at us. We look at him, we're like, trick or treat. And there's like a slowdown thing that happens where like, you know, you're you're not sure if time is standing still or if it's just <laughs> record scratch, record scratch, yeah. freeze frame. Yeah. How did I yeah. get here? Yep, that's me. Yeah. You're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah. Cue, cue the, the effect there, right? So... We are getting ready to like bolt because we're like, oh, sh- we're not. I'm not taking a bullet for Max Milk Candy, right? Uh, the guy pulls off his his hood and it, and he's basically like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, we were in the freezer. <laughs> like, it's cold in there. Sure. It was the guy who owned the store, so he, they were doing inventory in the back, <laughs> but he just happened to be wearing a ski mask, and it was just like the most panic ridden thing ever they ended up giving us candy and they were laughing the entire time just of how bad it looked but absolutely incredible oh that was like why is there a gun in your hand oh sorry this is the this is a toy gun i didn't mean (laughs) this is a thermometer gun we had to make sure the milk's at a temperature it's a water gun shaped like a revolver that's weird (laughs) shut up kid (laughs) it's it's not an episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast without Chris reliving childhood trauma. Yeah. I think that's uh, really the, the signifying theme in all of our episodes here. So thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. What have you, you, what have you guys been playing this, uh, this past week? Pasquale, let's start with you. I'm almost done uh, The Outer Worlds. I'm, pro- I'm probably in the last mission or two, mm-hmm. I think. So, uh, Which, which spot are you at right now? I stole or skipped the uh the hope and i'm about to go back to Phineas. oh yeah yeah, yeah you're almost done yeah really good what you th- give, give us some thoughts on this game this game that you're just about to finish it is very very much like fallout 
except mm. it's like a lot like more condensed i find right yeah and it's le- it's less it's also not difficult towards the end where it's like i just have all this awesome gear and i'm just like yeah shoot plowing through I, people no problem so it's just I, like I'm, fallout yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna be honest with you i'm What's getting that? i'm a little disappointed in you why well it just seems that you've been making like a lot of really good progress with playing games and now you, you seem to be stuck on this one for like a little bit too long well hold on this one's a little bit longer than like spider-man let's say mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. okay um, not my problem. Is it a break. He has a girlfriend. What's here? What's and a job? That's yeah, fine. I don't care. Who cares? I'm, what? I'm oh, congratulations, stuff. Pasquale. You're doing the things you're supposed to do. Now, <laughs> hurry up and play video games faster. Like, what, what's going on? Did, uh, did I don't you go with a character that had like a, like a really high uh, liability or anything like that, or like what? What did you uh, do for skill sets? Oh, I went for like pure like persuade and like hacking and all that. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I just get everybody to do what I want no matter what. It's like playing What's the game on your mode? list. I don't know actually. I gotta think about that. I I have a few. Skyward Sword apparently. No, yeah, Skyward Sword. <laughs> I got I got a great recommendation. If if you're enjoying if you enjoyed Spider Man, if you're enjoying Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds or whatever one you're playing, doesn't matter for this Worlds, joke. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend a, a video game called Marvel Snap. <laughs> which is available for download right now on your mobile device i've stopped playing that game officially I, sorry i might have you stopped playing it or it's been a I week we have a discord channel for it you can't do it <laughs> why did you stop steph now tell us about your your week-long journey into marvel snap so it just got like got like shockingly difficult to be honest like it, it really ramped up <laughs> the, the difficulty curve up high what do you mean? You're. What are you talking about? I'm fucking stuck at level thirty. I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. I don't, I just want to <laughs> level up, dude. Level thirty is around when you start playing against real people. That's a lie, and you know it. You know that I was playing against real people before that. You piece of garbage. No, I, I guess so you can tell that he's like a, a parent. He's like, I don't have time to deal with playing this actual game. <laughs> what kind of? So you stop playing Marvel Snap because you're stop. you're bad. I just don't. I don't like keeping up with the meta. The meta changes all the, literally weekly because the fucking fields change. I just don't have the patience to try to keep up with meta change. Like not, that. Just go on, go on Reddit, see what people are running, and then just do that. That's not, not fun though. Wrong. I like to find. I like to find my own, own deck, way. and I just can't do that. I So for people who don't know, right? So there are featured locations that will show up in forty percent of your games. And because those locations show up so often, when those events are live, you pretty much need to like deal with them one way or another. Either run something that makes use of it or run something that completely counters it. So, and, but because these things happen like twice a week, you, there's one where it's like on Sunday, you have four, 24 hours at this location. And then like during the week, it's like 48 hours at this location, right? So you kind of need to be adaptive to that. And since there's only like one game mode right now, you have no option but to deal with it. Like right now it's Machine World and I hate Machine World, but like you just got to have to deal with it. So I I understand what you're saying, but I think a lot of the issues you're having with Marvel Snap could be dealt with if you just get good. I think I should put a little (laughs) more effort into it. That's the the reality of it all. There was literally an update for the game released today where they added in titles. So it's more cosmetics. And um, well, fuck, you know that I got to play. Well, there we go. Yeah, man. All right. Um, so, considering you're not playing Marvel Snap, Stefano, what are you what are you playing now? Call of Duty. Interesting. Yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Bought it. Picked it up a couple, couple days ago. Game is fucking 
You're muted. You're just saying what you're saying nothing to me. I said, are you playing campaign or are you playing online? Yeah, uh, what are you can't... playing? Tell us about Call First of all, this is, this is a brand new Call of Duty that just came out today. This this out. day. Today? Did it come out today? Did it come out this day? I don't know. No. You got a free on Game Pass, it? didn't you? No, I paid for it. Wow. What's, what's going on? What do you mean? You, you, you've changed, man. I buy games <laughs> all the time. This man, he's not playing Marvel video games now. He bought a Call of Duty. Tell, okay. <laughs> Let's let's assume that I have never once played a Call of Duty game in my life. Sell to me what is the benefits? What's new? What's the latest in the world of Call of Duty with this with the brand new release of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two or whatever the fuck this one is? Um, it's really beautiful. Like it's the ray tracing and the really beautiful fair, graphics yeah. was great. Um, the story I only just started, but it's Captain Price is one. This is awesome. It's a bunch of badass dudes being like hoorah! Like you just don't have to think. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta sh- you just shoot people. Yeah. I find I find the Call of Duty um, gun mechanics to be quite satisfying. Like it's super quick and smooth. Um, it's a little twitchy, but I guess okay. Like it's fine. Um, and 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 game kind of similar to why the reason why I like Marvel Snap is like I find that online game modes for Call of Duty like are super fast, and so mm-hmm. you don't have to think too hard about what's happening. You're just like because you lose quickly, right? Or yeah. I'm always winning. I haven't, I haven't lost the game yet. That's um, bullshit. I just haven't played. I just haven't played online yet. So. Oh, that's why. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm 100 percent right now, guys. Uh, I am killing easy mode in story mode. Yeah, it's just I play regular. I play the the specified <laughs> ideal normal. made by the developer. I play normal. <laughs> Okay. The advertised level of difficulty for the campaign that nobody plays. Ever, well, people play. Listen, all right, well, sir. Modern Warfare Two. You know what? Credit credit where credit is due. The Call of Duty story campaigns—they're like just they're good summer blockbusters. Yeah, they're you Michael know? Bay movies, man. That's it. That's yeah. You don't you don't need to think. Just shit's happening, and it looks vi- visually impressive. That's Vin, Di- Vin Diesel's there. You're shooting things. Yeah. Things are just going You're on. In space. The Earth is blowing up. You're like, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Like whatever, man. I don't have to really think about the. But people on Twitter are like, well, "Have you thought about the moral of this game?" I'm like, "Man, no, not once, <laughs> not even a literally, single literally time. not a single time." <laughs> Shoot gun, kill man. That's it. He pointed a gun. This is legit. Okay, I'm. This is the, the latest controversy. This is like a mission in this game where you're playing a cartel CIA asset that okay. they send in to capture terrorists. Right. Right. So you're first of all, you're a cartel person. You're not. You know. You're not like a good. You're not a you're not a good stand-up guy. citizen you know what i mean yeah. so like well hold on like, I, just to be clear there may be some people in the cartel that are decent people just in case saying, any of them are, are, we, so are you saying that just to protect yourself <laughs> <laughs> i for one support our new cartel overlords <laughs> that's right <laughs> um so there's a mission where you have to go through you're, you're sneaking into a, a trailer park and you're and people are coming out to see you and they're like yelling at you like making commotion so to calm them down you have to like point your gun at them to de-escalate but the label's like de-escalate push this button which is i don't know why they called it that <laughs> just said make them stop like, or like, shut them like up. push, yeah. push f for respects here yeah they could have labeled that name that but that that action better but anyway so it says de-escalate and, and the thing that happens is you point your gun at them and they're like oh shit all right cool like, i'm gonna go back in listen i don't know about y'all but if I'm getting rowdy and then somebody points a gun at me, I'm fucking de-escalating. Wait, wait, I'm uh, sorry. That's true. What's the controversy? They're like, can you believe that they would advertise that the military just points their guns to de-escalate people? 100% this is so. I'm like, 100. <laughs> like, well, we Don't shouldn't the- normalize it. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you? What do you mean? 
What are you talking Don't the about? Police do that. Yeah, well, I think that's the, that's what they're trying to that's what they're trying to like imply. It's like why it's bad. But I'm like dog like they're chasing a world terrorist like they don't have time to fucking be like please go back and get the, turn the fuck around and get back in your like can you imagine in the middle of a, of a high action call of duty campaign confrontation with a bad guy and you're like all right i have the talking gun when i'm holding the talking <laughs> gun only i'm allowed to talk all right this is the feeling bullet when the feeling bullets are in the talking gun, I'm allowed to express myself. Like, like, what am I supposed to do? Sir, please, I know that you have your rights as a citizen, but I would request that you turn around and go back in your house calmly and respectfully. Thank you very much. Please do not call your lawyers. Like, what? No, turn the fuck around. My, I'm going to shoot you if you do not turn around and get in your fuck. Go home. I, I love the government see. covers their ass for that. Yeah, well, let's get to know. No one's finding out if they, if they got <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. I was Steph, like, no, are you uh, are you an a- an avid cotter? <laughs> um, I I do often play Call of Duty. Yes, like quite. Where I would enjoy where it. would this cod rank amongst your cods? I just I as just, an initial uh, reaction, gut reaction. This is, this is like you know one of my favorite buckle laws. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's just a good. <laughs> I don't know. It was a joke from one person. This was a joke only one person was going to get, but I'm glad he got it. So that's good. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I prefer Infinity Ward Call of Duty. They're my preferred, like Modern Warfare is my preferred game. Um, It's the one that got me on the series. And I just find like they're the most, like, like you said, like summer blockbuster war movie, you know? Michael Bay and yeah. Yeah. and so I, I always enjoy those over the other ones. I really like the last, like the Modern Warfare 1 remake. I mm. thought that was actually quite good. And the story was actually pretty engaging. So I'm curious to see where the story goes. I mean, so far it's fine. It's, it's you know, typical terrorist. Is it the same story as the original Modern Warfare 2? No. I think, oh. I think the characters, like it's roughly the same story, but like the things that happen are different. Like the mission to mission gameplay is not the same. Oh, okay. I think I think it's centered around the same like conflicts, like like what the general story is, but not like the yeah. the details a little bit different. It's got like soap in it or whatever his name. Yeah, soaps in it. Yeah. Um, uh, prizes in it, and so is um. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> He's the best fucking character in the. Really? <laughs> um, oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, thank you, thank you for your. You're looking to the brand new Call of Duty video game, uh, and uh, you know I keep codding. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'll click it. Yeah. I'll click some heads, man. Yeah, that's, that's a, I had to go overtime in that soundboard just to put that all together, but it was wild. <laughs> the good news is that we've talked about a Call of Duty video game before on the show, so I just reused all those. It was uh, easy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I... can you believe China? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> Chris, what have you been playing this this past week? Uh, so I've done a little bit of Live Alive, and I just last night platinumed uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Hey, congratulations. That's that's yeah. a good one. Nice, nice. Another one in the book. Mm. I messed that one up when I was going for my platinum with that one. I, wow. I ended up having to do three playthroughs. Did you have to How? do the Rhino part three times? No, not the Rhino part. That's what I the had to part, do. The part where you're in the museum okay yep and there's an optional trophy there oh, which one is that it? I think I got that by accident i dude i got it like i did this like the week the playstation 5 came out it's so long ago but there's oh. like an optional trophy i think in the flashback section 
but it's like right at the end of the game and I missed it somehow. So I did my normal playthrough. I did my heroic playthrough and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed this trophy. And I had to play through because there's no like there was no way to get to it. I had I think, to go through the entire game again. To get yeah, back I to think it. it's called Rhino in a China shop or something like that, where you have to make no, them smash into the tanks. No, that's that's the one where um, you I was like, that's at the beginning of the game. Yeah, that's the one that I had to no, do I three times. I don't know. I think. But yeah, no, that's that's a good one. Chris, are, are you going to be moving forward with uh, Spider-Man 2 coming out later? this year or next year i guess i should say um you know when it comes out i'll i'll get to it but uh right now i just uh i want to play something that's a little bit different so i popped in uh gran turismo uh for the ps4 wow really yeah i uh i actually really enjoyed racing games so i want to i want to give gran turismo a try um i I didn't know that about you i didn't know that you were a fan of racing games yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, I I have that one on deck, and I also have uh, Need for Speed. Uh, right? Is it Rivals or one of one of the Need for Speeds? Uh, right. Like okay. I, yeah, like I uh, I have the Need for Speed reboot that was released in twenty four. Was it fourteen, sixteen? One of the two. The the one that's just literally called Need for Speed on the PS4 and Xbox and all them. Uh, I platinum that one. That was hmm. that was an easy platinum. Are you a fan of like the arcadey racers or are you like a, a sit down and drive across a one to one recreation of like Midwestern America kind all of racer? It. All of it. Really? Yeah. Um I wow. if if I could, I would love to have like a nice like uh steering setup where um you get like the nice steering wheel that has the kickback and everything like that and the mm-hmm. like the heptic feel to it, but um I don't have the space for it. Plus, they're expensive. Um, mm, yeah, <laughs> you need three but, monitors um, for that, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no. Like, I, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy racing games. Like, cars are kind of like a big thing in my my work life, and uh, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I've always, I've always enjoyed, it, especially even like Mario Kart. Like, I love Mario Kart. It's, mm. it's one of those things. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Well, hey, as long as you're enjoying yourself, that's all that matters. And you know, I hope you continue to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Even well. I, I don't, I don't get it, man. I tried playing like a drive across America game once. I can't even remember which one. It was probably a Need for Speeder. There is, there is a Need for Speed where the the object was to like start in like a was it like a two hundred person race? Oh and Jesus! You race, you race across that's America basically, and then. But like each each level is like you've surpassed a certain amount of people, and then right you, like this thing, then you qualify to mm. like go to the next stage, and it's it's built in chunks, but like it's implying that you're racing across all of America, basically. Right. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You you know what? Like looking forward, the next couple of weeks, it's a pretty we got a pretty loaded month. In November. November's crazy. November is disgusting, right? So, like, personally, myself, playing Splatoon, playing Marvel Snap, because I'm actually good at the game, and I don't, I don't have a problem going against, you know, other people. But that's besides the point. We're not going to talk about that too much, but I will bring it up periodically throughout this episode. Um, I've been playing Marvel Snap. In a couple, next week, God of War Ragnarok comes oh, out man. on the 9th. Maybe that'll be two, my next game. Two days after that, the Pokemon theme Splatfest starts in Splatoon. 
on November 11th, which is also the day that Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out in theaters. And then, of course, immediately after, like the week after that, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are coming out. So mm-hmm. we, we, got a, we got a very busy week ahead of us as, you know, as groundbreaking video game journalists. So I, I hope all of you are ready for this arduous task as we move into the holiday season. Yeah, I've uh, yeah. I've got Pokemon pre-ordered. Yep, um, good. I will be picking up God of War when it comes out. Um, I've got the okay. PS5 God of War controller on a possible pre-order. That's going to depend. Wow. I ordered, okay. I ordered it. I ordered it late, so I don't know. It's, it's going to be mean, one of those. If you mean ten out of ten game of the year, God of War. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, ten, <laughs> ten out of ten by every single game publication, including this one. That's right, boys. Groundbreaking announcement. The Leskin Gaming Podcast is officially rating God of War Ragnarok 10 out of 10. We haven't played it yet. Um, <laughs> we're just assuming. We're just assuming because, you know, such hot news agencies are calling it a 10 out we're, of 10. We're really like, just followers. Like, we're not going to question it. Like, it's 10 out of 10. That's it. Yeah, yeah no, we, I, we, we, I we would officially rate it a 10 out of 10 if Sony, I know you're listening, uh, yeah. if you would just send us each a copy. <laughs> yeah, a copy, we'll play it. Like, I think honestly, I think what's best for the show is for us to rate it like a five out of ten. Ah, <laughs> just Cause just controversy. To start, exactly uh, yeah. right. Be like, yeah, I played better. It was alright. It's God okay, but it's not as good as Edmund McMillan's Binding of Isaac, which is available now on Steam. <laughs> God, you know, God of War Three did it pretty good. It's yeah, not as good okay. as Balin's Wonderworld. Oh God! Whoa, no, what okay, a masterpiece! I can't, I can't stand by that. That's a and it's Balin's Wonderworld, not Balin. That's the that's the Italian coming out. Anyway, let's get into the news a little bit. We got a lot to talk about in the world of video game news, so let's start talking about the world of video game news. A boom stinger. So Sony is like hemorrhaging money. But, like, you know, not really. Anyway, so Sony lost nearly 2 million PlayStation Plus subscribers since the service revamp not too long ago. The number of PlayStation Plus subscribers has fallen by almost 2 million since the revamp back in June. According to the company's latest financial report, Sony's multi-tiered PlayStation Plus subscription service has dropped from 47.3 million at the end of June to 45.4 million. In the three months leading up to September 30th, a decrease of 4%. Sony Mm -hmm. highlighted that the ratio of gamers subscribed to the service is significantly higher on the PS5 than it is for the previous gen. Well, I mean, okay, that's not very fair, but than the previous generation PS4 console. In response, Sony leadership's plan to accelerate the adoption of PS5 hardware to recover this user engagement going forward. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, it sounds like to me what's happening is, like, people aren't finding PS5, so, like, I'm not paying for something I can't, I don't want to play anymore, so they stop, just cancel it. That's fair. (laughs) Well, not only that, but, like, this is something that the article doesn't really talk about, but, like, a lot of these cancellations of uh, subscriptions are just people not renewing, because a while back, there, there was, like, a free trial going on, so a lot of that is just lapsed membership of people or the free membership when they did upgrade and change the tiers. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of free offers around there as well, right? So mm-hmm. um, 
that's something that should also be kept in mind, right? It's not like people are just jumping ship or anything, but I don't know, maybe they are. Who cares? What, what are we, a news source? The number of active users on the PlayStation Network also dropped by 1 million in the latest quarter to 102 million players. Oh, no. So it's number, I know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Rich man is sad now. So the numbers <laughs> dropped on the digital side. Sony still had a strong showing when it comes to PlayStation 5 hardware. The company announced that it has now sold more than 25 million units and was able to produce roughly 6.5 million new PlayStation 5s in the three months leading up to September 30th. Sony announced the revamp of its PlayStation Plus service in March as a subscription somewhat akin to Microsoft's Xbox's Game Pass, but didn't complete the rollout until June when the three new tiers arrived in Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. All right. So there is a little bit here to talk about. First of all, uh, Sony is going under. Uh, we were wondering which of the big three it would be first. Everyone was thinking it would be Microsoft, obviously, but no surprisingly, it's, it seems that Sony is now. Um, going out of business. So how do we feel about this? <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. Who, I get who it. Seen this coming? Yeah, I, I understand. I, you know, considering that their business practice is selling PS5s and there aren't any, so, you know, this is kind of what we were uh, expecting to see. I, you know what, like, honestly... This this article here kind of made the rounds in the last week, people being like, oh, look, nobody wants to, to buy Sony's online. Like, I... It went from four forty seven point three million to forty five point four million. They're yeah. doing mm. fine. Yeah, like I'm sure that's like the ratio that they expected to go down. Like they're like, oh, it's gonna, like they're not. They're well, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It does make sense. The article says like it's because uh, people can't get PS five, so why bother putting paying for a subscription yeah. that you're not gonna you're not gonna get half of it anyway. Like half mm. of the stuff yeah. is for PS five stuff. Well, they've noticed that, like, overall, like, out of if, if you were to compare all the PS5s with all the PS4s, right? The people that own a PS5 are more likely to be subscribed to the service than the people that just own a PS4, right? So, yeah, which kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, it, like, obviously, right? Like, if you have a PS5, you're like, oh, maybe I should try to get something out of this because there hasn't been any games in like four years. Yeah, I've either paid yeah. way more or hunted the shit down. I definitely have online. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's. I mean, I guess the question here that we can, if we can mine this for a little bit of commentary here and maybe get some insight, you know, do, do you guys think that the future of subscription services are in jeopardy or anything like that? Not at all. <laughs> no. For, I for think, two million, not a big deal. I think if anything, they need, to, they need to start looking at a better option for people, like especially Sony, because a lot of the games they want to push are single player games. Yeah. Why do I need online if I'm playing single player? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Right. Well, see, that's the thing, though, because there are some single player games out there that require you to have an online connection for whatever ungodly reason. Right. And I'm not saying I agree with that, but like, you know, there, there are some games where it's like, it doesn't matter if you're playing a single player campaign. We, we got to check the server, baby. But in like mm -hmm. a, in a perfect world, right? Like, I ideally do not need a online membership to play God of War Ragnarok. Right, yeah. I don't need Correct, one to yeah. play play Horizon Zero Dawn and maybe maybe the remake on PS5 when that comes out because mm -hmm. there's going to be an online mode but uh you know Zero Dawn uh I don't need it for uh the single Horizon. player of Ghost of Tsushima at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. 
and I'm getting my money's worth out of the, each of those games. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So see, but this is, this is something that everybody who is trying to sell you an online subscription, it's a problem they have to face and a problem they have to solve where they're like, okay, so we're paying for online, which is, you know, that's fair. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of debate about that. Like, should they be charging you? It's like, yeah, servers, you know, maintenance, whatever. I think it's fair to charge somebody for online, whatever, but that's besides the point. But they realize it's like, well, there are people that play video games that could give us money, but they don't need the server. So what do we do? So they start making up all of these like add-on bonuses, right? Like, I, I don't know if you guys saw what Nintendo is doing right now for the month of November with the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass. What's that? Oh, buckle in, baby. All right. So you know how like for the past six months now at this point, Nintendo, every month they have like new icons you could buy on the Switch and you could spend your platinum points there. Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. Well, that's no the idea. thing that's happening. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so for the month of November, if you upgrade to the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass, or if you currently have the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass, you have access to uh, the Nintendo 64 Virtual Library of Video Games. And if you play specific titles from the Nintendo 64 Virtual Library of Video Games, you could earn... 100 platinum points per game and use those platinum points redeem them to get yourself nintendo 64 stylized avatar components so that you can have nintendo 64 stylized avatar components displayed on your nintendo switch profile icon wow yeah for all the friends that i cannot add because it takes a 17 digit code to add anyone to my friends list yeah yeah so I have bought the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion uh-huh. pack for the sole reason that there's a Majora's Mask icon. Oh, true. Do you, like, <laughs> do you have to play the whole game, though? Or can you just like, no, turn it on? And you literally it? just boot it on. Oh, then what? To be fair, if you have the Platinum Points, you don't even have to boot up. The, you just go and buy them if you want. It's, it's $10 yeah. a pop. No problem. Well, but the way it works is that there's 100, there's 100 Platinum Points worth of icons, and if you boot up Majora's Mask, you get 100 points, and you can buy all the Majora's Mask ones. You don't have to worry about it. That's worth it. But back to my original point before I went to go and, uh, you know, bat for Nintendo and their weird-ass fucking online ecosystem. <laughs> Chris, back to, to what you said, right? Like, mm-hmm. these subscription services, there's originally was like, hey, give us money so you can play online. But now they're like, well, give us money, and we'll give you a whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of people, the individual, you need to look at these services and, and ask yourself, if I don't play online, do I really care about any of this, right? Like, you know, free video game that's inconsistent every once in a while. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's a hit or miss. But at the same time, you are building up a library with that, right? So right. I, I don't think, um, I think this article is a little bit skewed. You know, what's the word? Yeah, maybe a little bit skewed on the, on the one hand. It's, it's yeah, a, little, a little salacious, like trying to just drum up. I mean, it's, it's working. We're talking about it, right? So good for yeah, them, I guess. It's, it's really pedantic. <laughs> um, uh, Real to go yeah. uh, this actually brings up an interesting thing that recently happened with Phil Spencer. Mm. Not to derail and talk about Game Pass like I always like to do. Um, no, Game Pass was mentioned in this article, so I think you're free to go. Oh, amazing. Perfect. So Phil Spencer <laughs> had an interview recently where he talked about a few different things. He talked about the Call of Duty exclusivity if, they, if the Activision Blizzard King deal goes through. <clears throat> yeah. And he said that Call of Duty will be treated exactly like Minecraft, which means that Call of Duty will be everywhere. Right. Um, 
which is like obvious like wow like i just like why yeah. wouldn't they do that oh okay. it doesn't make sense for them so, to like make it an exclusive it, it really doesn't this is the biggest game on the planet why would i just cut off my own leg? like it's cutting my nose off to spend my face like why would i just do why would i do that so so that seems like an obvious one everyone's been saying that but he's like spelling it out for jim ryan he's like i'm not taking it away stop arguing with me and give me the fucking deal like just leave me alone <laughs> um so 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 that that was he talked about that but on a little more similar conversation they he talked about they asked them like is there concern about they asked him two questions one is game pass profitable and like how do you feel about that and his response was like you know game pass is profitable and we're we're seeing a big rise on Mm. um on pc um in in subscriptions Mm -hmm. and we're kind of we he he said it was like we've kind of tapped the console market like we're not those numbers aren't really going to grow if you're if you're going to get game pass on the console you're going to you'd have it like you're not gonna i'm not gonna convince you if you own an xbox to get game pass if you don't have it out so like if you don't have it already then that's it um he's like but the growth on pc is looking really great and he's like to be honest you know game pass only only really we only really wanted to account for about 15 percent of our business um so like it's not like our most important thing like we have other things other things in the fire um which i thought was interesting because like everyone's trying to everyone a lot of the, the presumption and the scut up on the internet is like, oh, Xbox just wants to be Game Pass, and they and they think everyone on the Game yeah. Pass, and that's all they want, whatever. I'm sure they would love a lot of people on Game Pass, but it sounds like that's not um, that's not entirely I, true. I, I I have respect for them. Where like everyone else in the industry is trying to catch up to Game Pass, and they're like, yeah, it's just an afterthought at this point, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, We've done it. It's working. We'll keep you doing it, but like you know. The entirety of Xbox is an afterthought to Microsoft. Like, yeah, yeah whatever. It's this thing there. I don't know, whatever. I don't really care. Um, um, but what what was really interesting in this article is they asked him, like, in similar line questioning, you know, speaking of profitability, do you think there's, like, an increase in prices of video games mm. and Game Pass in, in Xbox's future? And they said, you know, we haven't increased it yet, but he's like, I'd pro- I wouldn't count it out. We're, we're not really going to have much of a choice. That means once but- everybody's hooked, then yes. Yes, exactly. It's like yeah. once they once they get all the games on Game Pass that people have been talking about, all the like all those big titles that they're lining up. They're yeah. Like, look at all these great games. Now it's going to uh-huh. cost ten dollars more. It's, <laughs> but, it's like it's like doing drugs. It's like you give them the first taste for free, and then it's like ah, you want more? You gotta you gotta pay. In fairness, they got off that Activision Blizzard bill, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got paid off in six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, but I thought that was interesting. Like. It, they are like it's you know the reality of the world we live in is like games can't cost 60 american dollars anymore yeah you know it's just not um well they they can but it just means that people are gonna have to like expect shittier games what they get yeah Yeah, or (laughs) Or, smaller games not even not even shittier games right just like you're not gonna we have these mega studios where it's thousands and thousands of people putting in like hundreds and hundreds and thousands of collective man hours over the course of three years or whatever three years maybe even like a decade and then it's like you know sixty dollars please i mean games cost hundreds of millions (laughs) hundreds of millions of dollars to make now that's the average budget it's ridiculous yeah well it depends on the scope of the game like if they want to make a smaller game sure they maybe can make it cheaper but you're just not going to get such a big game you're not going to get horizon zero dawn for fifty million dollars so. Yeah. That's why I like Marvel Snap, available now on all mobile <laughs> devices. Literally made by like two dudes in a basement. Their combined budget was forty-seven dollars. <laughs> that was their lunch. 
that's it yeah you know like I, but i i get what you're saying right like things are costing more because this thing that we made up called money apparently we need more of it and nobody has it even though it's a concept that we we constructed it, from the ground fake. up or whatever it's yeah. not real mm-hmm. it doesn't exist we're in debt to who what to, to, ourselves? to ourselves yeah who gives a shit man whatever <laughs> anyway but you know like no, it's it's the reptilian overlords that live inside the it, yeah. pyramids um mm. they control uh, everything with their minds and they don't live in the sewers no 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 those are those are the alligator people yeah it's the alligator oh, okay, people okay. well were you were you confusing the reptilians with the alligator people I you was. racist son oh. of a bitch <laughs> no, i'm sorry guys i'm ashamed i apologize to both communities I will cancel myself and delete everything on social media. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna have to send like a written apology to the to the Walmart Twitter account because they just lost the follower. You lost your most important follower. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Boomstinger. Hey, PlayStation VR two is launching in February for the low low price of five hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow! Yikers! Pre orders of the PS VR two headset, games, and PS VR two Sense controller charging station will be coming later on this month. Over the past several months, uh, over months, we've been introduced to the PS VR two system, providing glimpses into the next generation of virtual reality gaming which will allow you to escape into new worlds while feeling a groundbreaking sense of immersion. Today, PlayStation is very proud to announce that the PlayStation VR 2 is officially launching February 22nd, 2023. All right. This is a this is the big thing for Sony, but we're talking about a, you know, Canadian is going to be what, $730 uh VR headset here, right? It's it's going to yeah. be a very pricey gaming system here. If- if you want to play PSVR and you don't have a PS5, you're spending $1,400. My God. Yeah. 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 It's actually, yeah. probably more because PS5 are only sold in bundles. And, so. and the worst part is, like, VR is still not that viable. Not, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like See, VR that's is, the thing I wanted like to talk gimmicky about. gimmicky kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that, that's works. what I wanted to talk about with this, right? So, so yeah, let's say that if you are somebody like, you know, most of us on this show, except for someone who shall not be named, but is very bad at Marvel Snap, um, <laughs> you have a PS5. And if you are in the market of upgrading, you know, maybe you had a PSVR, the original one, or you want to upgrade or get into VR now, you already dropped down that 600 bucks for the PS5. And now you're like, okay, well, do I want to drop down another $600 for the PSVR too? Um Combined total, you're looking at around fourteen hundred to fifteen hundred dollars to yes. get into the PSVR two as like an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Now compare that to other high end personal VR systems. That's actually like kind of in line with what you're going to be looking at. But is it comparable? We don't know. But that's the question: Is it going to be comparable to the to what you can get out of those higher end yeah. machines? Not, right. Not the index right? It's called is the there is there going to be games for it? Like, that's the biggest thing. Well, Sony, Sony, over the last month, Sony's been showing off a lot of games coming to the PSVR too, right? Like, they've been showcasing it and, and trying to build the hype for it. Mm-hmm. But I think, like yeah, Chris said, oh, yeah, we have to. It's like, we're going to charge how much for this? Okay. Yeah. We're going to do a Horizon. We're going to do a Walking Dead. And then we're going to go from there. That was their <laughs> battle plan. Wow. But like, like Chris said, like, VR as it currently stands... It's kind of, it's like, it's, it's, it's very, very gimmicky. 
yeah. and the the experiences that you're getting on VR, they're they are experiences, but like I aside from like you know full fledged AAA games that have been ported to VR, like like Skyrim or whatever, you're not really getting anything that that has sub- substantial meat in it. The you only know what I mean? Really is uh, is Val is uh, Half Life Alex. Mm, yeah 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 and i think that's what we're seeing more of right like we're we're getting horizon call the mountain right we're getting like the the walking dead saints and sinners i think it's called like we're getting a continuation on that like we're getting some like big studios working on big titles for vr but at the end of the day like is it going to be enough i you know you, you're you are paying for the experience here how much social cash does does the walking dead still have probably enough <laughs> I don't know, man. Hopefully they've been stockpiling it over the last couple of years. But I guess my question here for you guys is, are you interested in VR? Do you think VR is in a place where if if you are somebody who is interested, would you jump on the PSVR too? Or would you just kind of wait to see how things plan out? Like, I feel like we're, we're always having this conversation when it comes to VR. Yeah. yeah I feel like what's, your, what's your updated thoughts and opinions on this? I feel like none of us are really like champing at the bit for vr right like none of us are super into it like i would like to play it as long as there's uh, like viable like full games to play on it not just like these tiny Mm. like couple hour experience things yeah and also it can't be that expensive like i need if if this was like 200 bucks i'd be like sure all right there's no planet there's not a planet i I know there's no way but i'm saying if it was then no problem across the entire multiverse that doesn't exist (laughs) (laughs) there's only one way this will end yeah no so so i have a psvr right and i i I wrote into sony i'm like hey i have the ps5 and a psvr send me the the dongle so i could plug your boy into my my dude right (laughs) And when I received that and I was able to set up my PSVR through the PS5, uh, I, I got really back into PSVR. I played a lot of Beat Saber, played a lot of Eagle Flight, a whole bunch mm-hmm. of like, you know, all the demos and everything. Astro's uh, Playroom or whatever the equivalent of that in VR is. I can't remember right now. But I really got back into VR and it was a lot of fun. And I, I, I learned two things about VR. that that I These are lessons that I knew from before, but I have forgotten about because I haven't touched VR in a, in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. The first lesson is, um, I get very sick in <laughs> VR. If it envi- if if there's anything that involves walking around, I'm going to throw up. Come if I'm on. standing still and shit's coming towards me, no problem at all. But like, as soon as really? stuff is moving past my peripherals, I'm out. Really? I th- that's also you know, another- yeah. You don't. You have no idea how bad it is. <laughs> I, I don't know because I don't get like that. Um, really? But, yeah, I, I'm impressive. okay, but I think I get after being in there too long, I get kind of like lightheaded or dizzy, and I'm just like, okay, I need yeah. to take like a minute to focus my eyes again. People that See? are like heavy into the PSVR community, they're like, that. you have to build up your, your virtual reality sea legs. Like, you're like That's tolerant. True. I fall yeah. asleep on Twitter that, tolerance, yeah. that like fall asleep with it on. <laughs> like, that would fucking trip me out. That See, like, I <laughs> I've only ever played like the PSVR once mm. and um, well twice, but it was like one night. Uh, but I, I, I don't know if, if I have that issue. Cause like when I played, I only played super hot and uh, mm. maybe two minutes of uh, mm. five night at Freddy's or something like that. But, oh God. Yeah. Like, 
I, I couldn't play Five Nights at Freddy's because uh, the room was calibrated for a child, and I'm two feet taller than them. So Just go on your knees. That, that's well, another thing to talk about, right? The, the, first of all, the, the second thing I learned about VR is that as soon as you're put, you put that headset on, you, you just sweat. Like, you, you just perspire. That's probably a good yeah. way to lose weight. What are you trying to say? No, I'm saying for me. Again. The fat shaming I'm comes from him. I'm not trying to fat shame. I'm saying oh my for God. myself, if I put Whoa. it on. What are you trying like, to say? Okay, what? Okay, interesting. What'd you um, say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... it's uh, yeah, it's it's an experience. But another thing that we, we kind of don't even think about, like the amount of room that a VR system yeah. takes up. Like it's not like a little like a box that sits on, on the drawer. No, it's like in, in some cases you need a room with wall mounted cameras That's, pointed at in proper directions, right? Like it's, the upside of PSVR is that it removes it's kind of like a your stopgap in between the quest and yeah. like the index. Yeah, like, it's like oh, I don't need to set a fucking like yeah, exactly like six HD cameras around my living room <laughs> to make sure that like it's tracking my full body. Yeah, worst case scenario, you might have to move your coffee table out of the way, right? But you, you don't have to like find the studs in your drywall and attach cameras. <laughs> or anything, yeah, right? like it's just you pop this little camera on top of your TV and and you're off to going, right? So again, like, there are there are some really good positives with the PSVR too, or the PSVR if that's the route you want to go. But like, still, man, I. It's a hard pill to swallow price wise for what you're probably going to get. Because, like, you know, if you're looking at the support that was given to the PSVR, Mm -hmm. they tried. But, like, I remember because when I got mine back set up, I went on the PSVR subreddit and I'm like, what game should I play? I haven't had it set up in like two years. And they're like, nothing new came out. Like, if you were here two (laughs) years ago, you you have all the good ones. And I'm like, ah, shit, that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's I like think it's, go ahead. You go can ahead, spend six hundred dollars, and then two years from now, not have anything to show for it, really. So. Well, you have a you have a no. fancy ass headset. Wow, great. As um, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna present this issue right here. Um, I am as a fan of the great handheld <coughs> console, the progenitor to the Nintendo Switch. The only reason that it exists, the great PlayStation Vita. If they could have just fucking supported the Vita like they supported the PSVR, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be having this problem. There wouldn't be any issues. The PS Vita no. 2 would be out and it'd be fucking perfect and the switch would be dead on the water. So I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. That seems like to, that's that's an inflammatory statement right there. Me? Inflammatory <laughs> some, statement. Someone, some would argue it to be a non a non-denominational statement as well, because it has no credit. Wow. Um, Jesus. <laughs> well, that's right. That's a math burn. Yeah, that's <laughs> rude. Do you think I was going to play Marvel Snap with you after this? I don't know. You can't. There's no friend support yet because the game is made by two dudes in a basement for $47.58. We've been over this, Stefano. But you know what? I agree, right? Like, it, you, you want people to support this stuff. Why don't you, like, just, I don't know, give us a reason to support it? But anyway, look, PSVR 2, we were waiting for the, the official announcement for it. It's coming out in February. You have about three months to to save up seven hundred to eight hundred dollars, depending on where you live. Am I gonna get one? Yes. <laughs> I will. will I get one right away? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be our te- our uh, test subject. 
That's right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's my role here, really. Yeah. All right. Well, Boomstinger. All right. So we're gonna we we got a couple more news stories to go. We're gonna burn through them, quick news style. Embracer Group is shutting down Onoma, the studio it acquired like three months ago. Yeah. It's it's I don't I, whatever, man. So Embracer Group is shutting down Onoma just months after its official acquisition, with some staff set to be transferred to sister studio Aidos Montreal, Bloomberg reports. The closure will impact some 200-plus employees. Formerly known as Square Enix Montreal, Onoma was acquired lo- along with the rest of Square Enix's former Western holding back in August. It subsequently took on the name Onoma back in October. According to Bloomberg, the move is likely a cost-cutting measure as Eidos Montreal is reportedly reducing the scope of one project and plans to cancel another. Eidos Montreal is also reportedly helping Microsoft to develop a game in the Fable franchise, though it's unclear if it's serving uh, as a support studio for Playgrounds Games' Fables projects. It appears to be similar in the deal that Crystal Dynamics has with the, uh, the, the initiative to co-develop Perfect Dark. So, hmm. unfortunately for the 200-plus people that are working here, um, you're out of a job, dude. And I think this sucks because it really does show that there is no safety anywhere within the industry. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, why, you know, why buy them? That's the question that bothers me. Like, if you were going to, obviously, I would have to imagine they weren't planning on shutting them down. Yeah. Right. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, it's not like they. So sometimes you might imagine that they would have bought a all these studios to get the IP. Yeah. And the, like right. the let go of the, a lot of the mass. But the games that these this company worked on were not their IP. They made they made Hitman Go and Lara Croft Go. Like not. And Deus Ex Go. Yeah. Like not nothing they own. So they couldn't. Well, have brought also it with working them, on like... Avatar: The Last Airbender mobile MMO via its <laughs> London studio. So like, what was I'm the like, what was the point? I'm... I'm wondering if it was just to acquire certain people on their team. Yeah, talent. That's usually what it is, right? You, you buy the talent and then move them where you want them to be. You couldn't just poach yeah. a dude? Like, be like, here's money, dude. Come over. And that's, they and probably like, looked like, at the people they wanted. They're easier. like, just buy them all. <laughs> There's like, There's too many to poach. Let's just, yeah, take the whole unless they, and, and Unless they're, they liquidating, they're liquidating assets, so they could just be like, we needed this, the studio plus the all the equipment that they came with. We need the office space. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but nobody needs office spaces post pandemic, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, who you're talking about? What was weird is like the yeah, post pandemic. What does that mean? Um, what was weird is that like they also changed their name. They're like we're changing their name. We're calling them Enema or whatever the hell. Enema. Okay. That's what they did to get him out of there. You know All what I'm right. saying? They had Enema. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there has to be something else going on, but beneath the surface here, right? And maybe more will come out about that. But I I don't know, man. I do need to just say, like, you know, hearts go out to those affected. That was very insensitive. I, I do feel bad for people who lost their jobs. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Not to make too much too light of it. Oh, good. This is our. Almost per episode where Stefano makes, you know, a, a raunchy joke and then immediately backpedals because he realizes that the people he's making fun of are actual breathing people that have to feature. Yeah, don't make that many jokes that are that off color. Welcome to Let's Get Cancelled Podcast. Listen, I've only made like two Stefano of them. Fontana. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I, I think there has to be something else going on here. Right. Because like you said, they bought them, they changed the name, they did a whole rebrand, right? Like they were working on a whole bunch of projects and now it's just like, we're just shutting it all down. Right. So I don't know, maybe, maybe they did just want to poach some of the talent and move it to other studios, but right. But unless they came into some expenses, they weren't like expecting. Maybe. Yeah. Like we don't know. Right. And, and unless uh, one of them goes to Twitter and, you know, a former employee goes to Twitter and asks us to boycott, you know, their future (laughs) games, we, uh, we won't know for sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe they bought them. They bought them before Saints Row came out. They're like, oh fuck that game. Oof, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it was. Saints Row dropped, and they're like, all right, stu- one studio has to die for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> on the off chance that someone from Anima Studio uh, just lost their job and wants to come on to the Let's Get Gaming podcast, you know, reach yeah. out to us. Yeah, we'll, and, uh, we'll always we'll have give you. you. A, we'll give we'll you a platform you. to come. Uh... I'll say it. I played Hitman Go. That game was good. Yeah, absolutely. Those games slap. I, I, I enjoyed the Go series of games. Hitman Go, Laura Croft Go, Deus Ex Go, Pokemon Go. Um, all of them. <laughs> all of them really well Pokemon made. Go, that's all I know. All of them really well made video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, with that out of the way, boom, stinger. All right. So, so this is just a weird one. Destroy all humans. Clone Carnage is now free. However, At if risk. you want to buy it, if you want to buy it on a PlayStation console, it'll cost you one cent. If you're in the U.S. If you're in the U.S., yeah. THQ Nordic has confirmed that Destroy All Humans Clone Carnage is now free to play on Xbox and PC, but will in fact cost one penny on the PS4 and PS5 systems. Clone Carnage was a standalone DLC that includes four modes, six maps, and up to four player multiplayer it also features a split screen mode that allows you to perform twice as much damage in local two-player multiplayer rampage armageddon race and abduction were the four available gameplay modes for clone carnage the dlc was available as part of destroy all human 2 remake pre-order and has been made free now while the game is free to play on pc and xbox consoles it'll require one penny to buy on the ps4 or the ps5 or if you're in Canada, it's 49 cents for some god. Yeah, what the fuck's up with that? Oh, come on, man. Inflation, really? It can't be that bad. Is that, is that where <laughs> we're at? The charges are around, so one penny in the U.S., 25, I don't know what, what weird-ass currency they use in the European Union. And Zero. then 99 cents in, like, in Southeast Asia. So, what's the point of this? Why? <laughs> Like, uh, just to get the game so, out there, I don't know. So as far as I know, uh, from my understanding with the reason that it costs money on the PlayStation is because they have to pay for the right. And that's the cheapest that you have to pay. Like that's the Really like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. So it's not because of the greedy corporation wanting my, my hard-earned pennies. No, it's, it's something about a licensing thing. Like they ha- you have to pay something for it. Okay, well, if you're that's, interested that's in my, human clone carnage, there you go. That's my understanding, mm. anyways. Fair enough. Okay. And then, you know, to wrap up the news section of the show, a Nintendo Switch bundle and games deal light up a festive range of Black Friday offers from Nintendo. That's right, boys and girls. 
This wouldn't be the Let's Get Gaming podcast unless we talked about all the great savings available to Nintendo fans right now. You go to nintendo.com slash what's new slash Nintendo Switch bundle and game deals light up a festive range of Black Friday's offers <laughs> from Nintendo. A you know, couple dashes and backslash, right? You got to get the backslash in there. And you can check out that they have a whole bunch of stuff going up on uh, for, for the Black Friday sales and promotions mario party superstars legend of zelda breath of the wild animal crossing new horizons legend of zelda Link's awakening fire Emblem warriors three hopes and bravely default 2 wario wear get it together big brain academy brain versus brain mario kart live home circuit nintendo switch online plus expansion pass which uh, gives you access to the nes super nes nintendo 64 sega genesis games and as well as available content of mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass platoon to Octo Expansion, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Happy Home Paradise at no additional cost. Go check it out. Yeah. And see. And see. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo, uh, uh, you know, send the, the check to where you normally send it, which is your own bank account, because I will be buying <laughs> a lot of stuff over the past. Anyway. So that's it for news, boys. We're going to be wrapping up this episode in our traditional style. We're going to be playing a little game that we like to call What's That Game? What's the, what's the game? Uh, the game is actually uh, Little Deviants on the PS Vita. Okay. Anyway, so so this is the video game. This is the part of the show where one of us describes the video game poorly and the rest of us are given a total of 10 yes or no questions to help identify the identity of the unidentified game. Last mm-hmm. week, Pasquale really just, you know, threw a softball. Easiest game yeah. of all time. High into yeah. a, you know, a movie that nobody Yeah. <laughs> and of course, because I got it, because I'm a goddamn super genius, I get to host this episode of What's That Game? Mm-hmm. So without further ado, gentlemen, your game described poorly is when the best thing you could say about this game is cutscene animations and soundtrack, you know you're in for a good time. Okay. You have a total of 10 yes or no questions to ask me. When the best you're free thing, to ask your questions. When the best thing you can say about this game is our cutscene animations and soundtrack, you know you're in for a good time. Stefano, you, you look very pensive right now. <laughs> okay, I have, a, I, have a, I have a question. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is this game... Did this game come out in the last 10 years? No, this game did not come out in the last 10 years. Okay. I thought you were going to play a good joke on us, but you didn't, so it's okay. Is, is this game... exclusive? This game is, in fact, an exclusive video game. Okay. Um, it didn't come out in the last 10 years. Okay. Does this game involve shooting? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this game does involve shooting. Okay. Is this a game in a series? <laughs> no. No? This, right. game, this game is not in a series. It was a one-off, all right. That, my guess is gone. <laughs> um, wow. 
Is this a PlayStation mm. game? This game is not available on the PlayStation series of consoles. So it's exclusive, but not on PlayStation. Okay. And it's over 10 years old. Is this game yeah. exclusive to a physical medium? This game, I'm going to say that it is, because I do not believe that this game has ever been ported or anything. Ever like been that. ported to anything, okay. because okay. it would have been a crime to do so. <laughs> okay. Could you repeat the hidden hint again? When the best thing you could say about this game is cutscene animations and soundtrack, you know you're in for a good time. Cutscenes, animation, and soundtrack. I'm not keeping track of how many questions that was, so I'm going to say um, you have one left. I think There's, that, was <laughs> that, was, that was question six. We have, All right. We have, Never mind. You have four more questions. Um, does... Oh, I'm trying to think of... Trying to think of how to phrase this. Um, I'm just thinking what has a lot of cutscenes in it. You're thinking the wrong thing, then, my dude. Shit. Um, does this come from a Japanese video game maker? This game does come from a Japanese video game maker. Confirmed. Hmm. Okay, two more. Two more. I believe. I believe you guys. You're, you're right on the edge there. Yeah. We got. I think we need to figure out what kind of game this is, yeah. or like at least what system it comes on. Hmm. Can I have a? Uh, hmm. I don't even have an idea right now. Yeah, good. Shit. This one's out of spite because you picked a <laughs> wanted fucking. Um. Can I clarify something? Yeah, go ahead. When I asked, um, if it has shooting, mm. um, does that mean like it's a shooter or just it has shooting in it? There is shooting. Okay. Is this... Is this a platforming game? This game is indeed a platformer. Okay. All right. The platformer with cutscenes? Can I take a guess? Honestly? No. But I'll go ahead. (laughs) What's what's your guess, Pasquale? Is this Yoshi's Woolly World? This is not Yoshi's Woolly World. Is that game more than ten years old? Well, there was. A, oh, hang on. Is that on the Wii? Yoshi's Woolly World. Wii no, you're thinking of Kirby's Epic Yarn. No, what? Am, what? Am I, hang on. Kirby's Epic Yarn was on the Wii. Yoshi's Woolly World was, was the Wii, Wii U, right? Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. So, <laughs> oh, so and then ported guess, to the Switch. I guess that would be. It I could be ten years old, but I don't think so. Old, yeah, because the it could be the scary thing now to think about, and I I want to make everyone feel old. Oh, okay. do it to me. Go, yeah. But the gap between mm. um when the angry video game nerds started making games about uh our videos about games uh of like about the NES <laughs> is this, is the same gap between 
how old the NES was as the Nintendo Wii is to us now. Oh, Jesus. I don't like that at all, yeah. Why do you hate me? Yeah, why, why are you doing this to us? I don't want to <laughs> think of my own mortality right now, okay? We're thinking about video games. Actually, yeah. I, so, Pasquale, you were absolutely wrong, okay. you fool. I was um, thinking of a different Yoshi game, and I clicked... I what are you thinking, Safari? No, Story. Cookie? Story? Oh. Yoshi Story. Okay. Mm. Um, I think you guys have two more two questions? More. Two more, yeah, yeah. We need to push you guys here. I mean, this is a very easy one. This that one's really easy. fucking me up. The platformer part's fucking me up. Um, yeah. It has to be a Nintendo game, then. Does... Well, it could be like Sega. Like, oh, that's not... true, I guess. Does this game involve robots? This game does involve robots, Chris. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I literally have no... I got nothing. Does it involves robots. Okay. It's a platformer. I've got two ideas here right in my head off the top of it. Well, there is, you do have one more question if, if that'll help you hone you in good, here. You had good cutscenes. Okay. No, I didn't say I got the cutscenes. We said the best thing about it is the cutscenes. Animations, yeah. Yeah. Cutscene animations, yeah. And soundtrack. The soundtrack was, to be fair, quite busted. <laughs> um, anyone have anything they want to guess for their final guess i, I want to figure out what console is exclusive to but if i had to take it okay we i know it's it's got to be it's either got to be like a we know it's not playstation so we know it's not xbox because pat doesn't play xbox so it's got that's correct yes it's got to be older <laughs> it's... so if we ask him it's a nintendo and he says no then we know it's an older game hmm that that could be a that could be a double edged sword. Could be Dreamcast, right? Yeah, oh it has to be able or to the, have cutscenes. CDI. It has to be able to have mm. cutscenes, which is which is clutch. Yeah, but like lots of games have cutscenes. Even like even the Game Boy had cutscenes. So yeah. Yeah, but as I'm saying, it's not Nintendo. Like if you go back as to if if, it's, if he says it's not Nintendo, anything older than like Dreamcast didn't. Maybe we should doesn't have cutscenes. Maybe we should say if it's two D or three D. <clears throat> Mm, that doesn't help you too wide i think i think we're gonna, <sighs> i think we're enough to just take a stab at this i swear to god if this is another Mega Man game i'm gonna <laughs> it's, no, it's not is, in this series. An, is this a nintendo oh, game oh right this this game is available on a nintendo system so, okay it's nintendo so, exclusive right, okay, it's cool. not not us not in a series okay, hmm. I, okay. honestly and yes it, it's impossible to be Mega Man in this game However, I will say this game does have a subtitle, and if you get it wrong, I won't accept it. <laughs> oh. I might, I might have to consult my shelf. <laughs> that seems like uh, cheating. The internet. <laughs> so, so with that, all of the questions have been asked. Squally, mm. you have guessed once and have, have been incorrect. Yes. Gentlemen, do any of you have a guess as to the, the identity of this video game? I have two guesses. Mm, okay. Well, luckily for you, I get to. You're allowed two guesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, my first one mm. is this the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game? Ooh, Chris, this is not 
the Mighty Morphing oh. Power Rangers game. That is a very good guess, though. Yeah, I thought I thought we were close on this one. <laughs> you okay. still have one more guest available if you if you want to try to take another crack at it. Mm-hmm. Steph, you got any, you got any ideas? I can't listen. You're in my blind spot, man. Nintendo oh. games or you know platformers you trying to make fun of, of the fact that i'm blind one eye what are you what are you trying to do <laughs> so first i'm being body shamed by pasquale <laughs> interesting okay okay so let's go over the let's go over the clues again yeah um this game is older than 10 years old okay uh it is an exclusive to, to nintendo <laughs> um no no it, it. it does involve shooting it does not appear in a series. It's not a PlayStation game. <laughs> uh, it's never been ported, and it's only available physical. Uh, this is from a Japanese um, studio. It's a platformer. It involves robots. And it is a Nintendo game. And he says he gave us a freebie. It has a subtitle. It has a subtitle. It has a subtitle. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that, but that's fair. Is this game? Mm -hmm. I don't. Hold on. Let me get the subtitle. One second. (laughs) Get that Google working. Come on, Stephen. I believe if you get this, then we're going to retire the segment. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, no, we're holding. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm holding on to something. Ticket paid for the whole seat, but I only need the edge. <laughs> oh my god, why am I having a hard time even finding it? It's not good. Pascal, you have another guess? I do not. Uh, Pascal, I'm forcing you to make I'm a guess. Thinking, Go ahead. No, I made a Take guess. A of course, he's course he's Google. He's Googling. I, I'm looking. I'm searching. <laughs> did, did you find it, Steph, or... I think it's just called, I think it's just called, um, the Terminator. Is this the Terminator on SNES? No. (laughs) (laughs) Stefano, you're not going to believe this. That's not it. It's not it at all. (laughs) You can see, you can see the line, the line. No. Yeah. Like, honestly, you you took the available information (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you made an educated guess. Unfortunately, you were incorrect. I do believe right. Terminator is also on the Sega. Just yeah, it also has like a thousand sequels. Yeah, I guess Power Rangers does too. Yeah, Power Rangers movie games. I don't know if that counted. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't count, but now I understand. Yeah. <sighs> All right, Squalling. You got anything? Squalling. Is this Bionic Commando? Oh my God, no, it's not. <laughs> it was already, we already had that I one. Did, I don't think we did. We did Bionic Commando. Yeah, that was already. Right. Yeah. I, technically, I did the sequel, so. Um, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, he did Mega Manos on that one. So Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have you were you were the last one to guess. Oh, I have a yeah. I have a guess left technically, but I'm not gonna. I don't know that I'm gonna. Do you want to turn it into out, a, baby. a question or? I don't even know what. You, how about this? You can use my guess as a question if you can think of a good question. Okay. Oh, I like um, this meta. Yeah, you guys could yeah, burn yeah. a guess into a question from now on. There we go. Yeah. Um, does this involve dinosaurs? Chris, this game does involve dinosaurs. God damn it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> is Go this is this Dino Wars? <laughs> um, 
the subtitle I think is Destruction of Spondylus. <laughs> Chris, this is Dino Wars, Destruction of Spondylus. <laughs> I hate you. you son of a bitch. Hold well, on. Wow. Oh my god. What an amazing guest. I've literally never heard of this game. <laughs> A classic video game made by Bandai, published in April of 1990 on the Nintendo Entertainment System. It received a 6.5 out of 10 by Nintendo Power Magazine, where the only positive elements they could say about this video game was that it included good cutscene animation, soundtrack, and several of the power-ups were interesting. You know what, though? You're, for us to have been able to even consider knowing this based on your description, we would have had to have read Nintendo Power in 1990. <laughs> Thankfully, Before I have several born. copies of. Except for <laughs> I read this copy two hours before the recording of this episode, so I don't know what the fuck your excuse is. But yeah, Chris, congratulations! You've guessed the most obscure video game that has ever been conceived of, <laughs> and have somehow successfully guessed Dino Wars: Destruction of Spondylus. I think Pasquale's Scarlet Violet or whatever the fuck that one game he decided to throw out there was still more obscure. What was it called? You're thinking of Pokemon. Which <laughs> yeah, I am thinking of Pokemon. Right. <laughs> you know, little little uh, indie game. What's yeah, that game? Small Pasquale? indie game. Your oh, indie monster collection. That's a Velvet Assassin. Yeah. That was in fucking. No one played that game literally ever. <laughs> well, hey, congratulations, Chris. You are you are the winner of tonight's episode of What's That Game? That means you get to host it next week. Until then. If you like this episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast, be sure to leave us a good review on Apple iTunes or anywhere you could review podcasts. You can listen to this podcast anywhere video game podcasts can be listened to. Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever, baby. We're all over the goddamn internet. That's right. We're just like that episode of She-Hulk, Where She Twerks. That's a dated reference, but it's the only thing I can think of right now because it is burned into my mind. Mm. I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast, 70 Fontana. Keep your stick on the ice, boys. Pasquale Galuzzo. Ciao, boys and girls. And your champion of What's That Game for this episode, Chris Montpetit. I got your picture. I'm coming with you. Dear Mario. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> <coming> <laughs> Dear Mario. <laughs> See you next week, boys. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye, audience. Goodbye. Bye. Oh.